Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi. 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. Okay, I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at T-Mobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Yeah, I mean, all week we talked about third downs, like third downs, taking care of the ball. And, you know, I think we did a good job on third downs. So we accomplished one of the two. Um, but, you know, we wanted – we had a good package for third down this week, and we wanted to go out and execute it. We wanted to be over 50% um, on third down because we knew that if we can stay on the field, you know, keep keep the ball moving, uh, we, had a good, we had a great chance to win this game. Wrapping up hour number one here on Herd Out Sports Radio on a Monday. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. What's up? We are brought to you this morning by the Teammates Mentoring Program. Founded in 1991 by Dr. Tom and Nancy Osborne, the Teammates Mentoring Program's mission is to positively impact the world by inspiring students to reach their full potential through mentoring. One in three young people will grow up without a mentor, and that's what the Teammates Program is trying to fix. Mentors and mentees meet to meet in school during the day for about 30 minutes once a week to chat, play games, whatever it is, and just make a connection. Many mentors say they find they get just as much out of the sessions as the mentees do. Go to teammates.org to become a mentor today. Uh, mentioned before the break, we've got a little bit of breaking college basketball news. Number one recruit in the country in the 2025 class, Cooper Flag, out of Maine. 17-year-old. He is 17 years old, and he has committed to Duke. He is a uh, five-star prospect, um, A you know, depending on what service you look at, one of those consensus five stars mm-hmm. across pretty much every service. He's the Dylan Rayola of college basketball. Yeah, he is uh he's a big guy, small forward, can protect the rim a little bit. I believe he's six foot ten, a lot of skill set. Ooh, I was gonna guess six eight. Yeah, I believe he's I believe he's six ten. Gosh, if he if he's six ten. He's pretty I feel like people just keep getting bigger or I'm just like 
I didn't get the proper genes. <laughs> I certainly did. I've been, my, the, I've been my, the same height. My chromosomes heights. didn't connect the I've, way that Cooper Flags did. I've been the same height since. That's it, not how it works. Since I don't think so. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you know, you gotta check a, in the rotary. What do we got? He Tell me six eight. Is uh, come on. He is six eight. You nailed it. Hey, Shane, give me a ding. <laughs> hey, Napoleon, what'd you do all last summer again? That's not what I asked. I don't, I don't know what that means at all. But, but you got to like that every time you hear it, don't you? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I, I, so. like, I like how he just like, he, he not only like didn't play the ding, but he made me feel bad <laughs> for not appreciating the Napoleon Dynamite clip. <laughs> that is how I feel right now. And that's what I saw coming in today, uh, you know, just across the street. Yeah. A little T-bone accident. So hopefully everybody was okay. Yeah, I hope everybody's okay. Yeah, you got to be careful I out there. I thought I was going to be late today. It's all right. No, you didn't have any, uh, you didn't have any, any fast food Oh, I had a fast issues. food blunder over the weekend. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I wanted a wrap, I got a burger. I don't know how those two connect, but uh, I did have a blunder like that. Uh, but yeah, Cooper Flags, uh, he's a good talent. No, he's a really good prospect. He's a good player. What did he average, like 25 last year? 25 yeah. a game? So his, his real impressive stuff has come in the summers because obviously, you know, I, I don't know that Maine high school basketball has a lot of competition for a guy of that caliber. Um, but you're telling me you don't watch a lot of Maine high school basketball? I don't, yeah. It's not on my, uh, it's not on my little DVR that I've got recorded to go. Um, but the... The stuff that he's done in the like the shoe circuits on AAU has been really impressive. He's been dominant over the last couple of years, and you know if you follow some of those, I honestly the first place I saw him was TikTok. Some of these, uh, some of these. It's where you see a lot of recruiting videos yeah. now or highlight reels. Yeah, these recruiting uh, kind of. I don't even know what they are. They're not like recruiting services, but they're kind of just they're like highlight places that feature, uh, you know, recruits and things like that. Um, yeah, I saw him over the summer, I think like a year and a half ago, and uh, he's an incredible talent. So uh, congrats, I guess, to Duke on that one. Yeah, how about Cooper Flag walking in? I think he was walking into Duke Stadium this weekend mm-hmm. for the football game. Yeah. How many people do you think were giving that guy a high five and not knowing who the heck he was? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, like. Do you think he's recognizable like across the country as, hey, that's Cooper Flag? Like, hey, that's LeBron James? Probably not across the country, but at a place like Duke where you are locked in on kind of the guys you're trying to get. And he's maybe. the number one recruit. Yeah, like, maybe. In, in that niche, I feel like he's very recognizable. If he came to Nebraska, people would be like, I'm sorry, who? <laughs> but at Duke, where you have a chance of landing him and stuff like that, like. Cooper. It's, I mean, aren't you the guy that runs kicks back? You mentioned Dylan Rayola. It's like if. Dylan Rayola come to a Nebraska basketball game like mm-hmm. he did last year, right? Yeah, people know who he is. Yeah, people in Nebraska know who that guy like is. You people send him to San Antonio, maybe they. Don't yeah, know it, you know, it's like, oh, that's just is. a guy. Whatever, Good point. Right? Uh, so I think it's it's pretty similar uh, there. But speaking of recruits, it sounds like uh, Deion Sanders is going to be recruiting some new offensive linemen. Oh, you think so? Over the weekend, I gotta say, so this is a this is a perfect example of why I'm not a huge Deion guy is this just kind of the way he handled the question about, you know, because I I watched his whole press conference because I saw the clip and I was like, okay, I want to get the full context of kind of what happened here. And obviously Colorado lost to UCLA. Shadur Sanders got, um, got, he was harassed all day. Like the, the, Mm -hmm. he was, to be fair, that's kind of been all year. Now I didn't, I saw some of the UCLA game. I didn't see the whole thing yet, but, Judging on what's happened all year, 
a lot of Shador Sanders' sacks have come because he holds on to the ball for an ungodly amount of time. That dude holds on to the ball for so long. Now, I'm not saying the offensive line is good. I'm not saying that. But that dude holds on to the ball for so long, which causes some of the issues. Yeah, okay? I don't pay close enough attention to that, but I'm not going to sit here and try to argue that either just based on what I remember yeah. um, from his early games this season right. when Colorado was taking in a lot of hype. Yeah, when, I didn't catch the UCLA, UCLA game either. I was doing UNL hockey, and then the World Series was yeah. carrying over, and then there was a nice little Halloween party at heard at Sports Bar <laughs> yes. and Grill that I was a part of. But, yeah, no, you, you, bring up a, you bring up a good point with Colorado. Just They're just not everything – it's kind of like, you know, when you tell people this isn't how it seems. Like yeah. everything isn't how it seems. Mm-hmm. Like you may see on tw- or on Twitter or on national television, like Colorado this, Colorado that, and think, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. Colorado's this amazing, you know, iconic team. And look, they made huge strides yes. from where they were from last year. Absolutely, but everything is not how it seems well on the part that i don't like and, and listen i expected them to come back to earth because the schedule got a lot tougher the the pac-12 is actually really good this year even some of the teams that i thought like you know like arizona i thought could be a win for them they're five and three like arizona's playing a lot better football than i thought they would this year but the thing that i that i didn't like was okay like he's he's talking about how he thinks shador is the best quarterback in the country and you know you expect him to say something like that he's he's his kid obviously but he's also his quarterback Shadir Sanders is Deion Sanders kid he is whoa they're related Shane did you know that you're not gonna believe this Shiloh Sanders on the other side of the ball also his kid no way yeah two kids on the team Dude, I think you're underestimating how popular the last name (laughs) Sanders is 11 but it's 11 11. no I don't think he has 11 kids he does have a few um but no I just so he's talking about his about Shadour and I get that and then somebody asked him a question about the offensive line. He's like, well, we're just going to get new linemen. <laughs> That's basically the gist I, of it. Was, I love how easy that is to say. Right? It's like, well, it's like, like nobody else I, in the country is looking for offensive look, I linemen. Look, I thought you built this team, man. I, I thought you built this team from scratch. These are the guys you wanted. Yeah, like, I, there's a reason why. I thought he you, brought you, his Louis. You gave everybody their Louis Vuitton bags and sent them on their way. I thought he brought like, his you, Louis. You brought your baggage. It just didn't uh, work out. Yeah, I, I just, A... I don't, it's not that easy. Everybody in the country is looking for impact offensive linemen, and that's probably that and edge rushers are the hardest thing to find in the portal because everybody wants them, and if you're good, you don't leave, mm-hmm. right? So getting impact guys at those positions is incredibly hard. We've seen Nebraska. Everybody's like, oh, just fix the offensive line through the portal. They've gotten, I think, so New Willys was a transfer. But he was not a highly touted guy. He just has happened to work out for Nebraska. Ben Scott's the only impact transfer on the offensive line that they've gotten, I think, in the last handful of years. Like, Jacob Hood was a transfer, but he hasn't played yet. Mm -hmm. You know, like, maybe he'll end up being okay. It's way harder to get impact guys through the transfer portal on the lines than it is. You really develop your line. Anywhere else, right? Because if they're good, they either stay where they're at or they go to the NFL and they don't leave. Question. Yes. Because you just kind of sparked a thought in my mm-hmm. head. Is it at all a worry to you that, you know, even if Nebraska makes a bowl game this year mm-hmm. um, and, and they have a winning season, that you could lose members on this defense? You know, we talk a lot about sure. Tony White yeah. and not getting paid and possibly being a head coach, but you just sparked a thought that I never really thought about until now. Mm-hmm. Could you see members of this defense going one step up from Nebraska? Kind of, kind of like Ernest Hausman goes to Michigan, right? And he was the best, one of the best defensive players yeah. for Nebraska last year. Now this defense is just 
so much better yeah. than, than last year's defense. But you know what I'm saying by having a really good defense and some really good players. Is it a worry to you at all that one or two may leave? You may lose one or two. Not for the transfer portal. Not guys that are making an impact right now. Um, if you lose some guys early to the NFL that think they've got a mm-hmm. shot, that I would understand. Yeah, that's and fine. I think that's I, a cost. I, meant, I meant transfer. Yeah, portal. I don't think there's I, – I mean, listen, you might these, have – These are guys that stick it out. Yeah, I, you might have guys that aren't playing right now. And, and listen, if you're not playing on Tony White's defense right now, maybe you should transfer because he's playing a lot of guys, right? So if you're in a spot where you're not able yeah, to – Yeah, I, I was more like thinking starter. Like, would you see like a, a starter being like no. – Like Hartzog being like, oh, say he took major steps forward and it's like, ah, I'm going to go play for, you know, Georgia wants me, I'm going to go play for Georgia. Now, I'm not saying that happens, but I, I kind of agree with you in the stance of – or in the sense of the way the culture yeah. is at Nebraska – it's you either want to be here or you don't. Yeah, and, and I, so I think if the they guys didn't that want to be here. Yeah, I I would find it hard to believe too. So maybe I just talked myself out of that point. But I was curious. <laughs> well, and honestly, I think the guys that don't want to be here either have already weeded themselves out or wouldn't be starting. I think rules at a point and Tony White the same. Where if guys aren't totally bought in, then they're not playing right now. And if you're totally bought in, I just have a hard time they're leaving for another school next year, especially because I expect Nebraska to take a pretty big step forward next year, the same way all of Coach Rule's teams have in year two. Uh, coming up next, we've got Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald here on Herd Sports Radio.